Welcome to episode two of Online Dating with Patsy the Podcast. So you came back. I am so glad because today's show is going to be so exciting. I have the authors of the book, Her King the Con, How an Online Love Affair Led to Near Disaster. It's by Shelley Frost and Linda Young, and I recorded this last week, so let's just go right to it. Hello, welcome to Online Dating with Patsy the Podcast. I am so excited. I have two awesome guests today. They are Shelley Frost and Linda Young, and they are sisters. And they wrote the book last year, Her King the Con, How an Online Love Affair Led to Near Disaster. I'm excited to have them on the show. My first question is, now, Shelly, you sent me an email. How did you find me? <laughs> you know, Patsy, I, it must have been like a Google search or something. But as soon as I saw what you write about and what you're passionate about, I knew I had to get in touch with you because you understand what we went through. And I thought, you know, you would really understand why we wrote this book. And lo and behold, you sure do. So that, <laughs> that's, that must have been it. Yeah. That's cool. Because when I got the email, you know, I get an email from somebody I don't know. I play the suspicion game. I'm, don't click on links and blah, blah, blah. And then I think I went to Amazon and Googled it. And that's when I found it. So I'm like, okay, she's legitimate. Um, <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good. I used to work in the IT department as a secretary. So I'm like very cautious on clicking on links, you know, so, but no, I bought it immediately on Kindle and then read it that afternoon. And I'm not the fastest reader. It takes me longer to get things. Some stuff I can zoom through and other things I, I can't, but this one, I was in it through the entire book and yeah. I was excited about it. So tell, talk about your book. Did, did you publish it last year? Is that right? In November. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just got it. So please, tell us your book. Tell us everything you want to share with my future listeners. (laughs) Well, I'll start. Linda's sitting here right next to me. The story is really the story of her life Mm -hmm. and how the culmination of being a rather recently divorced woman and how she went online to find true love and just what happened next But for me personally, I had been in a full-time job during the time when Linda was in the romance scam and when I had to get very involved in trying to understand what was going on with her and do all my investigations. And so it really impacted my job. But then afterwards, when we had Linda back to us, and we'll get to that, um, I decided to quit my job and write this book because it was such a traumatic time in our lives uh, Linda and I are very close sisters. We've lived less than a mile apart from each other our entire lives. So when this uh, awful thing happened, I just knew we needed to knuckle down together and put our heads together and write this story with an aim to help other people. Because when I was doing my investigation into this romance scam, I couldn't find much support for family members. There was lots out there for people themselves who suspected they were in a scam. But nothing much for a family member or a loved one trying to figure out what was going on here. So, again, that was why the another reason for the book. I think it's an important book. And I think when I first read it, I actually did a video on it for my blog because writing about it just wasn't enough. 
I'm a very excitable person when I find something I want the world to know and um when I read that and then like I think that evening I did a the video and I'm like you guys got to read this book and I belong to the writing community on Twitter and I tweeted them you got to read this book you know and I, I'll do I'm gonna send out more stuff I saw the quote from Oprah we need to contact Oprah about this <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's just a very important topic. So I'm going to let you continue. <laughs> um, yeah. So let me bring in my sister here, Linda. She can kind of also tell you about the reason for writing the book and just some a little bit of the background. Hi, Linda. Hi. How are you, Patsy? I'm fabulous. Good. It's so nice to talk to you. I'm fabulous, too. Good. <laughs> After a very traumatic experience and also with having to find the resiliency to share my story without shame yes. and without embarrassment, which, um, you know, was a great part of the difficulty for me. I wanted to tell the story, but I also knew that it was completely exposing myself. And I'm a pretty private person for the most part. I really don't talk a lot about myself. And I have a small group of people that I'm very close to. So, um, you know, it's very different for me to be able to expo expose my entire life, you know, in this book to yeah. anybody. But the thing is, is that it's true. And I need to come out of my shell too to share. But it is a true story. Everything that happened in it really did happen. And um, my kind of the way that I am processing this emotionally and also rationally is in order to help other people come out of these same types of situations without the shame. Because there's a lot of people out there that have been in these kinds of scams. And if it's not a romance scam, it's another kind of online scam. And they don't say anything. They don't tell their family members because it's embarrassing. And it's shameful because you feel afterwards like, how could I have done that? I'm a perfectly intelligent person. How the heck did that happen to me? I know about this stuff, but it still happened to me. And my whole goal is not to have revenge. I don't believe in holding grudges or having revenge. That being said, if we can get this book out there to as many people as possible and interrupt these industries, because that's what it is. It's an industry. It's not an accident that this happened to me. Um, then that would be one of the greatest things that can come out of this book amongst a lot of other great things that have come out of it. Yes. What I really enjoyed about it was the background of your growing up and how you got to the point where you were and then you fell for the romance guy. You know, um, I felt the way you wrote it was really, it was incredible. And just, you know, the buildup of how everything happened, your family life and everything. Um, you know, I mean, I always, I, I've said this before, I said, um, in the 80s, this is something I probably could have fell for, because I was, you know, I was in my 20s, I was gullible. It was all about getting married and having babies, you know, and um, I'm glad we didn't have social media back then, you know, but, but I mean, this can happen to anybody, you know, and, and, and I try, I want to empower women, I don't want them to feel shamed. And one thing I also promote when I talk about this is, you know, never make fun of people who have fallen for these, fell for this stuff, because it could easily happen to you. You, yep. know. And, you know, unfortunately, people do lash out on social media and 
and use very negative opinion or have very negative opinions of people who have fallen prey to these guys. And it's just that social media allows people to be bullies behind their computer boards. So I would, if anybody out there is listening, please, yeah, try to be considerate and compassionate, you know, towards anyone who's fallen for this. Yeah, And if you're a victim out there, like the quote that we chose to start the book with um, is by Oprah Winfrey. And the quote is, turn your wounds into wisdom. So don't go down the road of shame. Don't spiral down embarrassment and depression and being a victim. Instead, try to try to turn it around and look at what you could learn from it for the future, how you might be able to help somebody else if they're in the same kind of uh, situation. And, and uh, also just to forgive, to learn how to have self-love and to forgive yourself for we all make mistakes in life, but it's how we get through the mistake and come out on the other side, that if we could learn from it, that we can grow from it and not just let it define our lives. That's what I did not want to have happen. I did not want this mistake in my life to define the rest of my life. And so that's what I've been really working on. Yeah. I, I have to say my favorite line is your last line in the book. <laughs> and well, a little, okay, maybe I am a little revengeful, but um, no, no, I'm going to go ahead and say both. this because I think it's okay for me to say this. And it is my king, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, really, that's what it all comes down to at the very end, you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. I love but that line. <laughs> and it's so, funny, they still use the king and queen thing on, you know, I've had a couple of them still, because I still do my, you know, uh, I'm Suzanne, you know, I'm a widow, I have no kids. Um, you know, the one interesting question in this, I, I get this question a lot when I'm playing. And it's interesting because you don't want family members to know. One of the first questions they'll ask you is, do you live alone? I know. Mm. Yeah. I get that. I mean, there's several of them, but that's always, you know, so I was like, yeah, I live alone. I know they want you to live alone so that you don't have somebody there talking you out of talking to them. Right. You know, um, that's, and then, um, do you own your house? Oh yeah. Yeah. And do you own your car? (laughs) Well, one of the things that, uh, Shelly and I are talking about in terms of tips uh, and for these kinds of situations, I've come to learn now um, is to really limit your profile. Mm-hmm. Don't put all that information in your profile because I can tell you that I was uh, definitely profiled in that, you know, I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area, close to Silicon Valley, on the coast. I mean, all these markers that showed I probably have money. Even yeah. though I don't think I have money compared to everybody else around here, <laughs> but I, you know, but I did and I lost a lot of money. So I would recommend anybody getting into online dating to really, really limit what you put on your profile. Cause it doesn't really matter what's there for the most part, mm-hmm. people are going to reach out to you, whether based on probably based on your photo more than anything. Mm-hmm. So um, it's best to limit what you put out there and then, Always, 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 always meet the person in person. (laughs) That's one thing I can tell you. The easiest thing to do is do not go past any boundaries uh, without really uh, meeting the person as hard as it is. Because I know for me, 
this whole fantasy was exactly that. It was a fantasy. It was much easier for me to be involved in this fantasy because I did not have the self-esteem or the self-confidence to think, you know, if like if I actually met this guy based on, you know, what I thought that he looked like, because that's how he projected. Oh, my God, he's going to think I'm fat. I'm old. You know, all these these things would come to mind. So it's much easier for me to just stay involved in the fantasy and and not meet him. But that's that's a trap, too. So you have to really use your smarts when you're um and even using your smarts doesn't always work because it didn't work for me. <laughs> well, and the other thing, Patsy, is FaceTiming or or Zoom mm-hmm. or Skype, something where you see the person actually talking. Now, that was in our book, if you remember, yeah. that was the main thing we tried to convince Linda to do. Mm-hmm. And as she just explained, she she didn't really want to do that because it was her fantasy. And then she had, you know, these self-recriminations and such. But um, a lot of these guys, they don't want it. They will not do it. If they're a scammer, they will not meet you on a screen anytime, any place. So it's usually texting. There's always excuses. Uh Yeah. There's, you know, there's excuses. And they sound so legitimate, too. Or they'll say, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. But then something comes up. Yes. And they can't, you know, they can't do that. And they they're really good at changing the subject. And they and. And I say this with, you know, as much credibility as I can, that they have psychologists on their teams that are reading the communications, that are listening to the conversations, and they know exactly what to tell the scammer to say next. Wow. Okay, talk talk to her about this. This is what, you know, she's really, her ideal man does this. So make sure that you tell her you love to garden or, you know, whatever it is that you're sharing, they're going to build on that and they're going to manipulate it. So that they just show how how interested they are in you, and that you're just everything to them, and it's all part of the of the scheme. And that's why I say these are industries; they're not just random little guys sitting in a closet somewhere. I always make a joke with my friends, and I think I might have done this a couple of years ago online. I said um, they probably, you know, I, they're like in their little offices and they're you know scamming women, and they probably have my picture on the wall with a line through it and saying, if you get this woman, don't talk to her. She knows our game. (laughs) Good for you, Patsy. That's right. That's right. You know, I mean, you know, this just started out for me, just, I was curious about online dating and then I didn't know anything about the scammer thing and a girl at work enlightened me. And um, I just, I just kept running into them because I'm older, you know, and I just kept running into all these scammers and I would tell my hairdresser, gosh, you know, I should write a blog about this. And she's like, you've got to. And that's how I started. And then now I just have a alter ego, Suzanne Sugarbaker. And I'm just doing it. To, I mean, I have a good time, but I'm doing it to get the stories. Because yeah. I think if people and the videos, that's something new I started last fall. I think if people actually hear what they sound like and asking yeah. you for stuff, hopefully they'll be like, oh, my God, you know, um, I mean, this is kind of like my part-time job for me. I have a full-time, I work all day. And then as soon as I get off work, I'm on the computer or texting to the boyfriends, as I call them, or doing other stuff with with my blog to get it out there. And that's why I decided I wanted to start a podcast 
And the lady from St. Louis who interviewed me last fall, she's like, oh, you've got to. You know, I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) So it took me a while to get going. And then I'm kind of like, well, what am I going to do on this podcast? And I have to say the first episode was easier than I thought, besides the technical stuff. And then I immediately thought of you guys. I got to have you on. You got to talk about your book. We got to promote your book. Now, I don't know how many people are going to watch this or listen to this. If it's going to be one or two or a thousand. But um, I want you on. Thank you. And we feel the same way. You know, we want to spread the word, get the word out that you do not have to succumb to this, these sorts of scams of something you come across as suspicious. So Linda and I, in addition to writing the book, I want to tell you, we're going to uh, create a class on Udemy. I don't know if you're familiar with Udemy.com. It's where people can go and take courses on anything that interests them. Ooh. But we're we created a course titled How to Date Safely Online to Find the Love of Your Life. So we're once we're done putting it all together, we're going to upload it to Udemy and people can go there and for a very low fee, they can take our class, which should you know be a couple hours long, include some written material, lots of videos. But again, it's just to really help people not become victims and to find true love. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to find true love. But that's right. where it usually starts. And also when how you to get that. If, yeah. you, if you have become either you were a victim. So how are you dealing with it? And or what signs to look for? So in the beginning, when we were talking, like I mentioned, one of the things that I've learned throughout all of this is that um, to really limit your information on your profile, because like Patsy, when you say that, um, you know, you you see a lot of you're getting all of these uh, interests and that some of them are bad guys because you are um, single and and in the middle ages, I believe that those are exactly who they're looking for mm-hmm. because it we're is. really vulnerable. We're, you know, we're vulnerable yeah. at our age yeah. coming out of divorce or just being in our mid fifties. It's a transitional time in our lives. And um, some of us, you know, a lot of people by their fifties have had careers for, and so they have income and they have, you know, a, some wealth so I absolutely believe 100% that it's a t- that you're targeted that we are a targeted audience at yeah. um, at our yeah. ages. When you get this course set up, will you send me information and I'll post it? Absolutely. I think yeah. I might want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> then this way I can tell everybody, look, I took the class, it's great, take it. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best, Patsy. Yes, I'll send you all the details when Oh, we're thank done. you. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share? Well, I do want to say something about my sister because, you know, again, if you read the book and you learn about her early life and I mean, things were not easy for Linda. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. I knew that when we were young adults and I could see because we, of course, we've been so close uh, geographically, but it's what she managed to shoulder during her years as a wife and a mother and the burdens that she had, and yet the strength that she had all those years. Um, and if she's like she said, she's a very private person. So it was hard for me to ever get in to her life and to, you know, be a counselor even because she really wanted to keep me at, at arm's length. And I think it was just a sense of pride of hers that she got this. She can handle this. You don't need. She doesn't need any aid or assistance. She's she can handle this. And she always did. She handled everything. 
Um, she, she supported her family for many years. So then when this happened, my God, for me to try to get into her life and to ask questions about this guy, oh, geez, I, I mean, Linda just shut me down, turned me off and would yell at me on, on, through texts. You know how when you get texts yes. with, <laughs> with all caps. Um, so that's no fun. I don't like having issues with my sister. But in the end, when it all was over and for her to agree to write this book and the things I learned about how she went through the healing process and, you know, the forgiveness process and coming out into the open with all of this private information that happened to her during the romance scam. All I can say to your audience is Linda, my sister, is truly one of the strongest people I know. and. I think you, so many people could benefit from reading her story um, just because, you know, from being so private and so self-sufficient and then finally coming full circle to her, you know, her own sister and allowing somebody to offer her a helping hand. And it it just is, I just find it, the story is quite a lovely story in the end about sisterhood too, not just about romance scam. This is a book about sisterhood. Because you dedicate it to sisters. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's very good. Yeah. And I also think, too, that it's it has an original kind of perspective and angle because it does come from Shelly, you know, my sister's point of view and being a family member and feeling so helpless, knowing, watching, you know, knowing that something bad is happening right in front of your eyes. Um, and you know, how, what do you do? How do you stop it? How do you, how could you help? And so when, you know, the way that Shelly explained to me when she was online looking for help all over the place, there really wasn't anything out there. So I hope that for families, um, that might even have, even if it's a, I know, I understand that there's, um, some elderly women too, uh, moms, you know, elderly moms and their children, um, have they only known that, they knew something was wrong with mom, but they just didn't know how to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, how to approach her with it. So this is a good book for that, too, to kind of just help you understand how to access the person. Because I do truly believe to this day that I was brainwashed, too. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't get out of it. Like, it was just my entire world. And they know how to do that, calling in the middle of the night. Keeping you kind of yeah. on the, you know, pull, reeling you in slowly but surely at all times um, so that you ha- then you kind of become dependent on the attention and you almost need the attention just to be able to live your real life. So it's um, it's very it's very sophisticated and very tricky how they do it. And so families and each other, people that are out there, um, if you are in something like this, just ask for help, like Mm -hmm. anything else, even Mm -hmm. if you feel like you don't know how to ask for help, just do it and get yourself out of it. Yeah, that's, like I said, the book was incredible. I can't say enough wonderful things about it. I feel like it's the Bible um, for this kind of thing to find out this is what happened and this is how you fix it, you know. Um, I just want to thank you both so much. I'm I'm going to keep continuing plugging the book because I think it's so important and um, let's keep in touch. And again, if whenever you have that class set up, send me the info on it, I'm going to post it. I may even take it. 
<laughs> I always say I'm not looking for anybody. I'm not looking for anybody. I don't have time. Um, but, you know, I always joke, well, you know, if the right guy or Chris Evans comes along, I'll be interested. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, Patsy, it's so fun talking to you. I knew it would be because I've watched all your videos and you come across as a real kick. And I think you I am such a goofball, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not shy. And I just have, you know... I, I always tell everybody, I have a really good time doing this, but I'm not just doing it because it's fun, but I also get good information from all different agencies to post. Um, you know, I work in the cyber, I used to work in the cyber department at work and the one gal always still sends me stuff, put this on your blog. It's important. So, you know, I got stuff from the army, the FCC and Homeland wow. security. So, I mean, I try to not just have fun and show funny stuff, but say, Hey, here's who you can contact for help and stuff. So. Yeah. You know, and we, by the way, just so your listeners know, we went to the FBI and uh, as much as they said, this is a horrible situation and, you know, this is, we believe every word you're telling us, there's nothing we can do. You need to go to your local police department. That's just a little side yeah. information that might be helpful to your listeners. Cool. That's yeah, good to know. There are re lots of resources in the book, too. I saw uh, that at the end. Yeah. I started clicking on some of them before we got on the yeah. line. So that's another good thing about the book is there's lots of resources to, to get access and to find out information about scammers. And then I have a list of books in the very back that I read that really helped me with the healing and the self-love and the, and the forgiveness of myself. So I hope that those books can, you know, offer the same kind of um, help for other people to transition out of the the self-loathing and the embarrassment, the grief, you know, all the emotion, the yucky emotional stuff that you have to plug and slog through with this stuff. But you can do it and you can get to the other side. Yes. I have one corny request. Mm -hmm. um, if I buy the hardback and I mail it to you, will you both autograph it for me? <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> I, have, I have the Kindle, Kindle version right now, but I want to buy the hardback, you know? And, uh, and I thought, well, maybe if I send it to them, they'll autograph it for me. <laughs> That's, yeah. Listen, listen to me. You do not need no. to buy it. We have a stack of them sitting next to us. We're going to sign it and send it yes. to you, okay? Great. I will email you my address. <laughs> yeah, okay. email us your address, and we're going to write all kinds of sweet nothings in it because we absolutely love you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I love you both. I mean, your story just was, and to share it, I know how hard that is, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, and you know, I, like I said, I had my insecurities when I was younger, but it seems when I got in my forties and fifties, I've become very blunt. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and. We lose the filter. We're losing yeah. the filter. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, you know, I do that at work sometimes when we were still in the office right now, I'm working from home and my one coworker who I'm very close with, she would say something and I would just blurt the first thing out of my mouth and she would look at me and I go, Oh my God, I should have said that. She goes, no, it was hilarious. You know, I, 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 you know, I can't control, I should control it. I could do a better job, I guess. But if I'm with people that I know, I, you know, there's no uh, shutting me up. You know, I'm just going to yeah, tell you yeah. what I think. <laughs> awesome. Don't ever change. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to thank you both so, so much for doing this with me. I'm so, I was so excited that I was able to get you and, um, and we'll be in touch. Um, but I want to thank you guys for being here. Well, thank you, Patsy. You have a great day. Okay. Thank you. you yeah. It too. was really nice meeting you and all of your guests out there too. Shelly and I really, um, just 
are very grateful for this opportunity yes. to talk about our book. Thank cool. you. Cool. All right. Bye. I can't thank Linda and Shelley for being on here enough. Um, the story is so good. You got to get the book. Um, share it with people who you think are being scammed. Um, Dr. Phil, if you're listening out there, have these two gals on your show. Ellen DeGeneres, have them on your show and me too. I mean, this is just such a great book and it really explains everything that Linda went through. Um, it's just phenomenal. So I'm going to do a little deal for my listeners out there, however many there are. <laughs> um, I'm going to send you a copy of the book their paperback book. I'm going to pay for it. So all you have to do is send me an email with the subject line, Shelly and Linda Rock. Send it to patsypodcast at att.net. And I may also include one of my online dating with Patsy blog t-shirts. So throw in your shirt size just in case. I'm feeling generous. So that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back. I'm going to keep doing shows. Looking for guests. Want to be a guest on my show? Email me. PatsyPodcast at ATD.net. And as I say all the time, never send money to someone you don't know.